0: I got a good word for you guys today. I think it's good. It definitely um, settled in my heart the other day. How many of you guys have like a secret spot in your life that like, okay, I need to talk to the Lord. Mine is my bed, and so I just like to sit in there and put everything on because Matt's like, you know what, I'm not going to preach tomorrow so can you preach? That's usually what happens. I'm like, oh, I'm not prepared. It's super good. I think God likes to do that with me. So I, I really like this word God gave to you. So I'm going to just start right in Psalm um, 133. It says, how good and pleasant it is when God's people live together in unity. It's like the precious oil poured on the head, running down on the beard, running down Aaron's beard, down on the collar of his robe, as it is is as if the dew of Hermon were falling on Mount Zion, for there the Lord bestows his blessings, even life forevermore. That's good. He says, and we're together, it's good. It's pleasant to the Lord when we're together. So, you know, we're the church, you know, we're the body of Christ, we're the bride, we're children of God, we're brothers and sisters in Christ, right? Yeah. We are. So kind of makes you think we might be a family, okay? And in this family, I'm not the baby. (laughs) So, you know, we're not colleagues. We don't have to come to the same space, even though we don't want to every day, you know, maybe wherever you work. We're not co-workers, we're family. We're in the kingdom of God. We are a family. And the church of God will see the blessings of God when we... um, extend we learn how to work and be together okay it's really important to learn how to be together and i don't mean just serving i don't mean like everybody's got no i'm not talking about that i'm talking about just living and being together we got to sit on a hay bale full of bees yesterday and just you know be with the body and just it was super good um those things you know making a choice to be together we didn't get stung all right? You know, In Corinthians, it says you should know that you yourselves are God's temple. God's spirit lives in you. He lives in us. That's pretty close. You know, That's a pretty intimate relationship that God has with us. He lives in us because God's spirit lives in us. He's in this house. This is God's house. This is God's house. This is also God's house. He lives all, all over this place, okay? This is God's house um god's spirit lives in us he lives in this house can i pull this back a little bit i feel really close to you guys matt knows this morning i'm like i just need some space my bubble's big this morning you guys ever wake up with that sometimes your bubble's big those of you that are parents i'm sorry you don't get a bubble um (laughs) let's just be real or if you work in the preschool (laughs) or with children at all you don't have a bubble they popped it long ago so in 1 John 4, 12, and 13, let me read this to you. It says, No one have, has ever seen God, but if we love each other, God lives in us. If we love each other, God's love has reached its goal, it's made us perfect. We know that we live in God, and God lives in us. We know because He gave us His Spirit. So we're not going to the temple anymore. This is the temple. His spirit lives in here. We don't have to wait and be like, oh man, I hope I don't die before you know, the priest gets in there you know, and sacrifices for all the crazy things I did. We don't have to do that anymore, thank the Lord, because sometimes I do a string of crazy things that are not good or smart in a row and you know, I might not be able to wait till the priest goes in there. So I'm so thankful that God said, you know what, I'm going to send my son and his, his spirit, my spirit is going to live in you always with you. Um, He made His Spirit available for everyone. Everyone. You know, He chose to dwell in us. I mean, that's... I mean, you guys are beautiful, but we're not perfect. So God's like, He's going to send His perfect Spirit to live in us. That's a pretty... I don't even... I didn't trust anyone to even babysit my child until she was six months old, and then it was for like 20 minutes, and I called all the time. You know, like... I don't even, I mean, even when Matt's like, let me hold her, I'm like, give her to me. It's mine, you know. Like, you know, still sometimes I'm like, get off the couch. I want my babies. (laughs) Because, you know, that's that mom. You know, you're like, I can't trust anyone with this intimate relationship. This is my baby. You know, this is your child. And you're like, you know, and they're the same thing. in you, they're crawling up you. They're like, you know, there ain't nothing like a mom to a baby. So God's like, that's the intimate relationship. He trusts us just like that. He trusts us with, with His Spirit. He's like, you know, you might do crazy things, you might say crazy things, you might. but I trust you, and I want to be so intimate with you that I'm going to live in you. So the anointing of God, do you know that it never falls on our flesh? doesn't. The anointing of God never falls on our flesh. It only falls on the Spirit. That's why it's so good. That's why when the anointing comes, that's why when you see healing, you sign signs, wonders, miracles, all of that stuff, because it never falls on our flesh. Our flesh can be crazy. Our flesh can be rude. Our flesh, you guys said, you know, sometimes our personality, sometimes the way we act, our thoughts, that, the Spirit, God's anointing doesn't fall on that. He goes right to the Spirit. And He says, I'm going right to the innermost parts because my Spirit lives in you. I pass over your judgmental spirit. I pass over, you know, your selfishness, that is your flesh. When his anointing comes, when it falls on us, it comes right to our spirit. It doesn't matter where we are sometimes, you know. I'm always like, Lord, please not in the shower. I can't get up if you knock me down in there. <laughs> but, you know, we don't choose. God chooses that. You know, in Psalms 133 that I read at the beginning, it said that the oil went on his hair. Um, and came down his beard, and then it fell onto the collar, and it came down his robe. Never touched his skin, never touched his flesh. Came from his hair, his beard, on his collar, and then dripped up. You know, the, like I was raised Catholic, so I know what it's like to see a priest in a robe. Like you don't see any of their skin. You know, it drips goes to the edge of the hem, and it comes down. So when he's talking, like he's saying, the Spirit falls on their anointed, the priest you know, in the temple, they were anointed. So when he's saying, that is how unity, it's like that. It's going down. It's on the Spirit. So you don't have to be perfect for the anointing of God to fall on you. Sometimes the most anointed people, I'm thinking, Lord, please hurry up with their character. <laughs> Sometimes I say that about myself all the time, and I think Matt probably says that about me. <laughs> That's okay. You know, I'm like, Lord, help my character, because you give me grace that I shouldn't have. Or you put an anointing on me at times, and I'm thinking... People are gonna get mad at me because sometimes I act like this. And here you go, grace of God flowing over my life. But He does that for you too, because He's saying your spirit, li- my spirit lives in you. My anointing will fall on your spirit. You know, it doesn't. The anointing doesn't flow well when we try to rein it in and choose how how to make it happen. You ever try to make things happen? Or you ever been somewhere where you know? Everything is scripted. We script things in our mind. You know, it used to be you go to places and you know, let us pray. Everyone immediately, you know. <laughs> you know, I, we knew one prayer growing up. I'm, I'm thankful that my parents raised me in church because I know commitment to people in the body. So don't ever think, well, I was raised Catholic, or I was raised in a denomination. So what? I'm thankful for that because they show me commitment. They show me dedication, and they show me Jesus. But we had one you know, when you eat dinner there was one prayer that they said. So it's like as soon as you're like, I gotta eat, I gotta get to the table, I gotta get my seat, you bowed, you had to have your hands, you bowed your head, you said those and you did <laughs> 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 You know. And it was like is God gonna fall on the you know what I mean? It was just you just did it. I, I wouldn't even have to know I didn't even know what it meant when I was little. I was just like, before I can eat food, I have to do this. You know what I mean? When you were little, you're like, and when people didn't do it, you're thinking, you can't eat yet, oh my gosh. (laughs) Like, because you didn't know. You thought, that's what I had to do. It doesn't work. That doesn't, you know, the script we have in our minds of how and when and how long God's going to do something, doesn't work that way. It doesn't flow out of our own desires and like I want this now, God. You know. It doesn't come from our own ambition. We can't create the anointing. Did you know that? I can't create it. You can't create it. That comes from the Lord. But something we can create is the atmosphere. We can make it ready. We can make it ripe. We can be like, God, we want you here. We want to see what you said we would see. You know, we want signs and wonders to follow so we can create an atmosphere. That's what we're doing. We're creating an atmosphere in this house. You know you know, God's the father of this house. We have to remember that. If we look at it as a family, God's the father. He's the father, not us. You know what? I'm not gonna go in you know, when I was a kid, I didn't go into my dad's checkbook and be like, Well, I want to get this and write a check. That would not go over well. But if I had a need, my dad would have food on the table. My mom and dad would have food on the table. You know, they made sure I had clothes to wear. You know what I mean? I had shoes on my feet. They took care of my needs, but I wasn't like, well, I want this. so I'm just going to, you know, because they were the head of the household. God is the head of our household, of us. This, he's the head of us. He's the head of this church, and he pours out his anointing all the time, all the time. You know, you don't have to be like, well, if I raise my hands, anointing's going to fall. Well, sometimes that's not how it falls. He's He's going to choose when, where, how long, what he's going to do. We create the atmosphere together to make it inviting, to open the gates for God to pour it out on us, to have his presence come. We We get to create that. We can come in with the right attitude. We can come in with the right spirit, or we can come in, you know, all full of, bitterness and junk and be like well this is what we do we do this for 20 minutes we do this for 30 minutes you say hi to five people and you go home unless carol's here then she comes and finds you doesn't she the spirit's moving she's following that's the thing is when the spirits moving, i'm gonna go where it goes if it's on this side there i'm gonna come preach over here god you tell me where no no it's all right (laughs) it's right here i'm bringing here but we got to create that atmosphere God will choose the anointing. We create the atmosphere. Um, In 2 Corinthians um, 3.17, it says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. We are free. I think sometimes we forget how free we are. And we put ourselves back under that. God said, where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. You are free in that. How good is that? You are Free. Free. Luke I'm going to keep going on Luke 4 18. it says the spirit of the lord is upon me that's upon me upon you and he anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor he has sent me to proclaim liberty to the captives recover sight to the blind and set at liberty those who are pressed we experience god's vast blessings when we are free you know we can be set free from that thought process in our mind we come here and we're thinking all oh, the things oh my gosh you know I'm not going to have you raise your hand, but probably the majority of us have something that we're like, God, I need you to meet today. It could be physical. It could be financial. It could just be emotional. Maybe you just had an emotional attack in your mind. Maybe there's just pain or bitterness or whatever, and you're like, God, I need something today. I need your blessings to pour on me today. I look good on the outside, but in here, it's all sorts of crazy going on. But we can come and say, you know what? I'm not thinking about that right now, God. I'm giving it to you. You have a plan for it. You know what? Your blessing is going to fall where it looks like I don't have any blessing. You know, when my character to people looks out of whack, you're going to come in and you're going to start changing things in my heart. Your love, your blessing is going to fall on me. We don't have to have our burdens. We are We are free to be filled with a fresh anointing of God. How awesome. Be ready for that. Like every day. Like I just think, I never know what's going to happen. And if I'm waiting and ready to hear God, like God, you're always talking to me. I don't want to miss it. Mm -hmm. You're always, you know what? You pointed that person out to me every day, not just in here, but his anointing. He's like, I'm waiting to hear who's listening to me. I'm waiting to hear who wants to go and do and be, not just in here, but everywhere they go. And not look over and say, oh, that's just a small child. Or that's an older person. Or, oh, the ca- the cashier. I'm like, Lord, every time he keeps bringing a new cashier, I'm like, oh, did you just start? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, why this aisle? Why is this the only aisle open? I just wanted to be fast. Do you ever feel like that? And God's like, well, I could, you know, I, whenever that happens to me, and I'm thinking, I just want to get in and out. Yeah. I don't want to talk to anybody. I want to be selfish. And I bought a donut, and I want to eat it. And it has chocolate on it. Amen. And God's like, well, I can, I'll send someone else next time. And I'm like, oh, man. You know what I mean? Like, you want to complain, but you really don't want that, that anointing to move from you. <laughs> complain, remain. Yeah. And so my friend Sue says to me, all the time. All the time. We're free to make space to have those greater encounters with God. If the Spirit lives in you, when you go up to somebody and God's like, I want you to say this to them. You're taking your Spirit and you are having a great... You're allowing them to have a greater encounter with God. We went to this leadership thing and, and the whole two days before... I kept seeing Florida license plate, And I'm like, oh, I'm busy. Everybody pull in front of me. Everywhere I go, there was construction. Get on my own road. For some reason, and I still don't know why to this day. This was in October. There's construction. There's co- and I'm like, oh, my gosh. I have like 10 minutes to get there, get back, pick my kids up. I still got to do this. And I'm like crying on the phone with Matt. I'm like, I can't do this. I have one hour to do like 15 hours worth of things. And he's like, just calm down. I'm like, don't tell me to calm Men, never, ever say the words, calm Those of you that are going to be getting married soon, I'm talking to this here, never, ever say to your wife, calm down. Never. That's a word from the Lord for you guys. <laughs> Got some, all the women here, that's amen, that's right, don't tell me to calm down. <laughs> <That's>, <laughs> that one was free for you guys. <laughs> So I'm seeing these license plates, and I'm like, so I'm getting on my road. You know, we're in Hesperia. So all over Fremont today, I'm seeing all these. I'm like, why are all these people from Florida here in October? Go away. Like, you should like, you should be where it's warm now. I get on my road. You know, there's never anybody on there. All of a sudden, there's construction. Ten cars deep. Pull up. Florida license plate. <laughs> I'm like, God, I don't want to hear about Florida again. 'Cause and then we get to the place and I'm I'm really sick. I actually was like really fighting sickness. Um and like I couldn't taste, I cause it was just I was actually really sick and I'm like, I can't do this and Matt's like, You're going, you're not you don't you know what? Whatever. You're doing this. I'm like, Okay. Okay, get my kids We get there to the hotel before the before the thing, and I lay down on the bed, and I'm like, I can't do this, and I'm like, you know, I'm so sick of Florida, God, and Matt's like, what's he saying, I'm like, shut up, I don't want to know, and I'm like, he's like, what does that mean, I'm like, I don't know, and I said, and you know what, I pulled in, you know what, I parked here, and guess what the car in front of me says, Florida, and he's like, well, God's trying to talk to you, and I'm like, "Mm." I'm like, so we go, and it was, it was good, and I actually got like healing so I was able to taste well so we said it was like 10 o'clock at night and we come back to the hotel and where's that car Florida's there still you know in the restaurant parking lot because it's like here's the hotel restaurant and so I parked behind and I'm like oh yeah of course Florida car so we're in there we're eating dinner and we're just talking and the Lord's like I want to do something in here and I'm like okay but let me eat first <laughs> I don't skip meals people <laughs> so I'm in there and Laura's like, I just want you to talk to the waitress. So I did. And I was like, so I start talking to her. And and, she's, and I said, yeah, I feel like, you know, you, you don't want to. Why are you, why are you working two jobs? And she starts talking. And I said, where do you want to go? Like, California? So I totally miss it. I'm not listening to God. And she said, no, I want to go to Florida. <laughs> and I said, well, you know what? You know, do you believe that people can hear from Laura? I said, well, I just want to the lawyer's talking to me today about Florida. And I said, you know, and he brought me even here, and I parked outside, and there's a car. And it says Florida. She said, yeah, that's mine. I'm like... (laughs) awesome so it really came in and we got a word of knowledge we got to pray with her she was hugging us we got into her family everything and we went back in november and she's not there and i believe that she probably is in florida now because that was her goal and we prayed and believed but she was like i've never she's like i just want to hug you and i thought god i almost missed it because I was trying to choose when the anointing, I wanted to get to that, you know, that conference, and they were going to play music, and, it's, and it really was. It was awesome, but I thought, God, I just let me get there. And God's like, you don't need to be there. I'm speaking to you now because I'm planning for what is coming. And that was really, some of you guys are with us, and it was, a, it was, you know, I thought, God, I almost missed that. I almost missed that moment for her and for me. I don't know where I am now. (laughs) Miracles, words of knowledge, that's what I was able to give her. What happened when we opened the gates wide and we let God be God? So many times, letting God be God. There's times I had someone show up on the road and had a pig and was like, do you know whose pig this is? I'm just at my house. And I'm like, yeah, because it seems logical to just stop at my house and ask about a pig that you found in town, because I would know. (laughs) but that's my normal life if, if you saw the crazy things that happened. Because guess what? The more you're open to those things, the more you're able to be like, I don't care, God, make me look foolish for you, the more that anointing's going to fall. I was listening to this message, and this guy was like, this woman, she got saved, and she was like on fire, and she was practicing words and knowledge, just hearing from the Lord. And um, she's like, God, I'm going to be on fire for you, wrecked, I'm not going back, I'm doing this, I'm going forward, and she said, anything you tell me to do in the next 30 days, I'm going to do, no matter how crazy, so she's driving, and God says, I want you to go into that convenience store and stand on your head, and she's like, are you sure, she's like, I don't know if this is God, she's like, okay, it's not going to hurt me, so if I'm missing it, and it's not God, like, why would God be that specific, so she goes in to this convenience store, and she's like, I went right back to the back wall, you know, I'm thinking, can the lady up there see me, you know, and she stands on her head. All of a sudden, the, the cooler door opens, and out comes this lady, and she just busts, screaming, crying on the floor. And she's like, God is real! And she's crying. She's freaking out. She can't stand, and this lady gets off her head, and she's like, God is real, God is real. She said, I've been in so, she'd been in a, like a severe depression, and she said, I'm done. I'm going to kill myself. And she said, God, if you're real, you send someone to come in here and stand on their head <laughs> if you are real. And that is how easy. When we let God, you know, that would be silly. Would I be able to do something like that? When I, did I want to talk about Florida? Did I want? I've had moments like that. It's like, and I've missed it sometimes. But I'm like, God, if I just do it every time, what is five seconds of embarrassment? I look at that. No one else was in the store. She's like, okay, this looks silly. And is this really God? Why would God speak to me like this? how awesome when that anointing fell, that saved. Someone's life. I don't know if I could do a headstand anymore. (laughs) So maybe, so maybe, maybe a cartwheel. Okay. Oh, great. I don't (laughs) give him ideas now. So, because God loves unity, He loves the body working together. He can come in and His Spirit can fall, and He can do whatever He wants. But He said, "I want to use you, and you, and you, and you, and you, and you, and all of you." God could have just come to that woman, you know, in her home in a moment and showed himself, he could have done that, right? Because he's God. But he said, I made it so that my body will be the ones to go out and do. Because he loves unity. He loves us being together. You know, being united creates an atmosphere that can sustain that kingdom life. Because a body divided, it can't really do anything. It really can't. Look at the people around you. I know they're so awesome and beautiful, you guys. Love them. This is a great group of people. And like we, you know, we, me and Matt said this morning, the last couple of days we have just been in awe, like, oh my gosh. God, thank you for just this town and these people that are here. You guys really, the people around you, these are amazing people. Be so thankful for them that you get to be here, that you get to be with them because they are, you guys that are here, this is amazing. And I hope that everybody feels that way. About the people that God has placed there and be so thankful for each other. Be very thankful. But when you look at them, this is your body. Like it or lump it, you know, kind of like our bodies. Be okay with that. This is your body. This is your community of believers. We can't let one part carry the rest. We can't let one part go in front and open all the doors. We can't let one part do all the movement. And you know, all those things are fun, those words of knowledge. You think that's fun to hear about that? Do that. That is so much fun. Also, when you get it wrong, and it's like, now I really know how to hear from you, Lord, because that was not you. And, but then, God's like, I'll give you another opportunity. If you think that's fun to hear about, like that just gets you excited when you hear about things like that, and when you hear about healing and all of those amazing things, how much better to be part of that? How much better for that to be your story, part of your testimony? It's great to share other people's testimony, but it's also great to have your own. Both. We need both. But we can't, you know, we have to take ownership of the body God's placed us in. Sometimes it's easy. Well, not so easy here, but it will be, you know. In In a church of 2,000, it's easy to sneak in. Like I said, sometimes we're too loving to people and we're like, How are you? How are you? I love you so much. Love seeing you. You're pretty, you know. Like and people aren't used to that. People are used to being like, who are you? I'm not part of my body. Look at her, thinks who she is. Walking off awesome them in heels. You know. <laughs> I love my heels. Um but do you know what I mean? Like, have you ever went somewhere? Like, even a church, or not just a church, but even, like, work and stuff, and you come in, you're new, and everyone's like, ah, new person I'm talking to. You, you know? <laughs> but here, it's kind of, like I said, you have, like, a lot of people that come up to you before. So just remember, if someone's like, you're scary. It's not that you're scary. They're just like, why do people love me? Why are they nice to me? Because that is how the body should be. We should, it shouldn't be one person. Running in the door and be like, "Oh my gosh, I gotta show them where to sit now. Oh my gosh, oh, let me get the oh my gosh, oh I gotta get these cookies out. Oh, I gotta count the money. Oh my gosh, I gotta do the, you know, chill out. <laughs> I gotta run back to Children's Church. I'm preaching, but oh no, I gotta go back. All right, you guys, just pray for five minutes. Why? Go give them a word and come back out here. What is that? No, we can't do one person or a group. Of, we can't do it, you know. Oh, I gotta make sure I'm talking to everyone. Go out, you know. No. I better show up at everyone's job to make sure that, you know, the anointing's here. Now that's your job. Not going to go to everybody's, check, did these ones this week? Saving Muskegon for last. (laughs) Just teasing you. What? Yeah, the print, that one's last. (laughs) Some of you guys got some pretty tough areas that God's like, you need my anointing because I, I wouldn't go in there if I wasn't God. Some of you have some really tough places. And not even that you might, you might be in a, a decent, awesome job that it's nice, but our surrounding area is tough. So we need each other. And you're here. This is where you are. You're here unless God calls you somewhere else. We don't do offense. I'm going somewhere else because I'm mad. We'll get over it. We'll talk about it. You know? Sorry. I'm probably one of the most offensive pieces of pe- people, so if you can get along with me, you know, like I just like to deal with it. But sometimes I just say things. So I'm like, let's just give the answer. And I'm, am I getting better at that? Yeah. Okay, good. So I'm being. I have to, you know, when you you have to understand when you're raised, when you grow up, it's like you have eight siblings. You've got to just be like, cut and dry. This is how it is. You love them, but this is my room and you touched it, so I'm going to punch you. <laughs> when I met Matt, it was so. He's like, even, we'd, he'd be like, oh, I'm going to borrow this. And he'd, he'd take something <laughs> of his, and I was horrified. And then when his brother came in and said, oh, Sarah, I like your red patent leather pants. I'm going to borrow those. I was like, Are you touching my, that was weird. But <laughs> that his brother did raid my closet. And, and I thought, um, but like, then we had neighbors. And Matt would be like, oh, I asked him if I could borrow this. It's, it's fine. They don't care. I'm like like, like you didn't, like you didn't ask them this time. You have to ask them every time and they have to be present. And how can you just like, you went over to their house and you went in this, I was just horrified. (laughs) Like, this is mine. So it kind of gets you in that, that mindset. And then I, man, you know, so now I'm a little bit more like, okay, like there is, there's some gray, but we should, (laughs) but I mean, like it was so hard. Like, I'm like, why are you touching my things? because we're married no they're my things you need to ask you don't borrow things and he's like oh it's okay you know my kids now borrow each other's clothes I'm thinking oh my gosh I would have a cut on my face if I did. like my sister she wouldn't even give me stuff when she grew out of it she's like I'm giving it away I'm like Huh oh. you know like don't you we actually had lines in our room and my bed was on the other side of the line, so I had to jump through the end of the bunk bed to get in my bed cuz I was not touching the floor in her room. I don't think any of you guys have a family as big as mine. Anybody working? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you see, you feel my pain, you know. <laughs> so, you know, sometimes we can come off a little you know, offensive, but God's like, that's just because we're learning how to be around each other and we have different yeah. personalities. So don't pick those up. Just deal with it. I think the hardest thing is when you people that, don't, that get bitterness and you're like, hey, are you angry at me? And they're like, well, no, no, no. And then they're, you know, it's like, because I usually just say, you know, if I hurt you, I'm really sorry. Because if I said something, please just tell me. Because I never, I don't think that's my, my, intent ever and i don't think that's any of your guys intent do we hurt each other yes we're people that's going to happen but we don't just you know stand like well i was right well it doesn't matter if you're right love covers a multitude so so we can't just be like this is our body this is where we are we're not going to let offense tear us apart we're not going to let laziness and be like oh well i'm gonna let somebody else get up and do that or oh well you know I'm like more of a, a bi-monthly or whatever person. <laughs> you know, we do that. We think, well, what but God's like, no, you're there for somebody else today. Yeah. So even if you're not here setting up chairs or doing, you're here even just to be here for someone else, just to give a word of encouragement. Whatever it is, you're important. And this body looks different than every other body, and it should, because we're a different group of people. Not good, not bad, just different. This is our body. We look different. That's okay. God's forming and building this exact body the way that he needs it for this plan, this purpose, this time, right now. And when God says, go out, I will go out and look for people. It's like, God, you said you need this for the body? I'm going to go find that. Because I'm like, I, we want that in our family. That's okay. We had someone teach us that. Like, if God says you, there's a need and you're seeing they you don't have it, you pray that God will bring that in. We want to be a complete body. You know, but each community of believers is unique. When you go somewhere else or something, that's okay, because they're unique to the, what God has for them there in that season, that place, that time. But he wants to pour his Spirit on you, on us. It's his desire to overflow, and you are essential to that plan. You are. So if you think, well, I'm here in this small town, you know, and luckily we live in Michigan, so I can tell people I live right here. But, you know, other states, I don't know how they do it, you know, when you live in a small town, you know. But, you know, we think, oh, no one knows about us. No one thinks about us. No one even knows we exist. But God's like, I do, and you are essential to that place. You were born there. You were placed there. There's a reason that you work with the people you work with. Sometimes you're like, are you sure about that one? I'm sure, I'm sure, I promise you. <laughs> there is a reason you work with the people that you work with. <laughs> you know, because that might just be for a season. When God's like, your character is amazing, now I'm moving you to the next thing. Most of the time we're too much in that complaining, we never get to move to the next thing. God's like, I'm just waiting for you, for your character to just, you know, submit to me, and then you should see what's coming next. Connecting, working together. That means showing up on a regular basis, committing to each other. Where God has put you. This is your church. Don't sit there and atrophy. Don't, you know, don't be dead weight. None of us want to drag the other person around. Guess what? We all got stuff. Everybody in here probably has something that they're like, I need God to show up today for this. If you have something, the person next to you probably has something. And you might have what they need. You might have that word, you know. I'll look at when I listen to other people's testimony and then I share them just like how I did today, share something from there, it's like, wow, that's what I needed to hear because I need to get out of what's going on in here. Yeah. Yeah. To, to not look at my problem and say, wow, if God did that, he can take care of this. Mm-hmm. You know, in Psalms we said, how pleasing, how wonderful when we come together. That is true. I'm not saying we have to do everything together, you know, all the time, you know, where we don't do anything outside. I'm just saying when we come together and we have that unity, that thought process together. Um, you know, we commit to God where He's called you in your heart. Don't hold back from each other. And I'm not, I think too many times we get in that thought process, well, i got to serve. Well, maybe right now God's saying, no, I don't, I don't want you to. I want you just to be you. and I don't want you to do what I've asked you to do. Whether it's just talking to people, going up, just loving people, you know what I mean? Praying with somebody, or even just in your job, the kindness. That's it's not, not everybody, I don't want our church to ever become a ministry fair where it's like, I got to get you plugged in right now for 19.99. You can come in, put up 10 chairs every day. I will pray over this cloth, give it to you, and then you are good to go for that week. I don't want that. I don't think you guys want that. We need to be a family together not a script in our mind of what we need to do. But we need to set up camp and build relationships, make room for more, more in your life, new people, new experiences with God. Let God show up powerfully in your life every day. Every day. Not just when you're praying, not just during worship, but God can show up powerfully in your life every day. I'm almost done, I promise. just think about that every day and we don't have to be weird about it his spirit lives in us all the time so we that normal thing of just going to like that lady at the restaurant and just being like hey also I'd like some more fries but hey tell me about your life oh you got two jobs you know what I mean I don't have to go in and say, I'm a Christian. Let me, can, can you just come over here and can we just lay hands? I don't have to do that. When the Spirit of God falls for you in times, what God is going to do is they're going to ask for more of that. And they don't, they don't necessarily ask and be like, can you pray for me? No, they're going to ask. They're going to be like, whatever you're talking about, I want to know. Every day can be powerful. Every single day. How amazing is that just sharing with the people that you're with being united God says what do you want to do today what do you want to do today when we're united what are we going to do today God's like what are we going to do today God who do you want me to speak to today what can I do today God I want to get better at hearing he's always talking through tons of different ways you know, through seeing a license plate. You know, through standing on your head. Through His Word, He is talking to us all the time. I want to get better at hearing Him. I don't want it to just be chatter all the time that I'm missing it. I want to get better at hearing Him. Hearing Him speak. I want to be aware. Because God is powerful. And and we have His Spirit living in us. And we are united in Christ. We are the body. We work A body works better when you have all its parts working together. You know, I don't want to be hopping around on one foot. You know, I don't want to be going around blind. I don't want to, you know, miss things in here. We work together in unity. We can do more. God's like, I made you to come together as the body for a purpose. Because no one person can do everything. Jesus did that. He was, you know, he did everything for us. So now that spirit is through all of us. So when we come together, what power is that? But I can't do everything. You can't do everything. God's like, that's why I sent a lot of people to come together. Because you guys are going to do amazing things in your families, in your homes, in your work, in your community, in your churches. Because you come together, you love each other. So let's just pray and then we can.